You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here is your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. Nicole Bernard and I met just a few weeks before this interview was recorded. We had such a fun conversation over on her podcast, Bubbles and Biz, that I invited her over to chat on mine. She had an organic farm in Oregon, and she marketed it so successfully, she was forced to shut down, leading her to start her own marketing company. Can't wait for you to hear this one. Nicole, I'm so excited that we are able to chat today. Thank you so much for talking with me. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. So thanks for having me. So first, tell us about yourself. Yeah, um, I own a digital marketing uh, company. I've had it for the last four years. Um, prior to that, my husband and I ran a different business, a farm and brewery. Um, so I've been an entrepreneur for 12 plus years. Um, I've got two amazing kiddos and an awesome rescue pup named Chula. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Um, first, so you, you started your business with your husband first and the crazy thing was you all were too successful and you had to shut down because of it. So to walk us through this, tell us what happened. I know, right? Like you never really hear of those kind of <laughs> scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I said, we had a, um, an organic farm and brewery. So we grew like 40 different varieties of vegetables. Um, and then like four years into that, three years into that, we, you know, we needed an income for the winter and we were home brewers. So we're like, all right, let's put a brewery like on the farm. Um, so we went through like all of the, you know, there's a lot of like liquor licensing stuff you have to go through, did all that opened it and it was great. And so like going into like our fourth year, we were really starting to get known. Um, we're like an hour from Portland. So people would drive out, spend a day, like how often do you get to go like have a beer at a farm? So yeah. people just loved like, yeah, the environment. Um, our beer was good, but I mean, it was really the environment <laughs> that people wanted. <laughs> like, you know, you'd see chickens running around and sheep and everything. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like we started to really cause like too much traffic, like literally in our little town. And, um, we have two older neighbors um, that were on the road that would lead up to our farm. We kind of sat up on a hill and they did not like the traffic we were creating. And so they complained to our county and it, like, it took like a whole summer. They complained in like May and we actually had like a public hearing in September. It went on, on like all summer long. Um, long story short, like when we put in all of our um, like applications and stuff with the county and the city, we none of us caught some like zoning issue that we didn't quite fit or something like the people that the city didn't get it we didn't get it so you know it was like they got us on like a zoning issue so we ended up closing down um because of it but I mean I feel like you have kind of rediscovered this whole love of you were marketing and you know really driving traffic digitally to your farm and your brewery and so although that was a very sad end um and 
and so unfortunate because how often can people say we were so successful that we had to close down? But um, because of all that, you were able to create your own business. Um, and as a result of that, you created a podcast, Bubbles and Biz. So talk to us kind of how that's all come about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I guess I did leave that part out with the farm. Um, I didn't do quote unquote, any of the farming. <laughs> that was my husband. Um, so I did all the business side and, you know, we have two little kids. And so I did all that. Um, my background's in marketing. Like that was what my degree was in and everything. Um, so taking all of like what I did for the farm, um, you know, like I said, we shut down and we were kind of like, oh God, like, what do we do now? Like we've been, this has been our business for seven years. Um, so I, we kind of transitioned. I started working for a digital marketing agency. And then, um, so learning the strategies that they use for clients also with what I have used over the years that worked mm -hmm. for me and got us results, um, kind of branched out on my own, um, in 2016 and have been doing marketing for, you know, businesses around the country. Um, bubbles and biz came to be because, you know, it can be pretty lonely as a solo entrepreneur. Um, and so I just really wanted a place to like connect with other business owners and I love champagne. So <laughs> I was like, hmm, <laughs> what if I, yeah, set in champagne and we talk about business. Um, so that's kind of how that came to be like in July, it'll be a year. Um, and it's just been amazing. Like I've been able to meet so many amazing women, um, yourself included. So, um, yeah, like things work out the way they're supposed to, I guess. <laughs> it's such a fun idea. So I really like that. Um, I really enjoy how, um, first of all, we, we have already talked on your podcast and it was such a fun conversation, um, which just goes to show like that's, that's who you are as a person. So that <laughs> is reflective of your podcast and your business. So I love that. Um, thanks. When you are working with specifically female business owners, what do you find to be the biggest mistake that they're making in their businesses? You know, it's funny. Um, I was actually thinking of this question this morning because I myself have been like delaying getting into and launching something because I've kind of just questioned whether I should instead of like just jumping in and doing it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of business owners, female, especially, and some of my good, like girlfriends that own businesses, same thing. Like we kind of, I don't know, sometimes like get paralyzed by the, like, Oh, what if this happens or what if this doesn't happen? And so we kind of like either drag our feet to do it or we don't do it at all, you know? And when we really should just jump into it because it likely is something that people really, really want and need. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So my, just my advice is, and it's so funny cause I was smiling as I was thinking about it. I'm like, all right, go sit down and do what you're supposed to do. Because it's a sign. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So when you're working on specifically marketing with, with business owners, what's one like actionable item that like those listening could go out and do today that could help their business uh, that you often kind of encourage others to do? Yeah. So I think like that's such a, it's a great question. And it depends a lot too on like what your business is and you know, what your goals are trying to do. So I guess that would be my first step. Like I tell a lot of people to get your foundation in order first, you know, like a lot of us jump into business like we did with the farm, you know, and just like so excited to do it, but we didn't quite have like our foundation set in the beginning. It took me a little while to go back, you know, like, who are we trying to reach? What are our goals for all of this? Like, when are we going to achieve these goals? You know, like what's our branding, what's our messaging so I can really resonate 
with the people that I'm trying to reach and make sure that they get it. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So that would be my first, like, just start with your foundation. Take a little while, pour a glass of wine, you know, really think about like those core things that you're trying to accomplish. And I think that is so important because so many people do try to jump on to social media and even other marketing um, avenues mm-hmm. and try to do it all. Yeah. And really, I'm, if you don't have that foundation, that's really hard to do. Yeah, totally. And then they get discouraged, you know, and then they kind of start posting less because they're not really sure who they're talking to, you know, what they're trying to say kind of thing. Um, and any kind of, yeah, like you said, any marketing activity and you don't get results like that. Um, so yeah, like I always say, like, if you know your foundation and stuff, you can market more effectively and more efficiently, you know, so it'll actually mm-hmm. really start helping you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I have to get your thoughts being that you're in social media as well. <laughs> what are your feelings and, uh, sentiments towards the current state of social media? Because like, I have a disdain for Twitter. I, I don't like it either. <laughs> I swear it's dying. I swear like there's really a lot of guys push back on it because yeah. they like it for sporting events. And, you know, I know a lot of political figures use it, but I, I just don't see the value in Twitter. Um, I, and I understand there's a place for every other platform. So I want to get your thoughts. Do you have a favorite? Do you have one you hate? What are, what are your feelings? Yeah, same thing. I I use Twitter for a few of my clients and it's funny because they are in like a specific niche that it does do well. Mm -hmm. And like a lot, they get a lot of engagement. They get a lot of reach They get business out of it. But same thing, like me personally, I don't have Twitter because I can't stand it. Um, But yeah, all the other ones, like uh, I've just really recently started getting into Pinterest. Like I've heard for years, you know, like Pinterest is, you know, kind of like a visual Google and it, it is and it's it's fun. Like I like creating the little different templates that don't take that long, but just adds that kind of like extra, you know? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and I've really started to gain some traffic from that. Um, I love Instagram as well. Um, you know, that's a really neat platform and it really can also like, you can really get your reach up if you're using it in the right way, kind of. Um, so yeah, I love those two. Um, I always, you know, I think we'll always all be on Facebook too, just cause like, I feel like you know, I started using it in college when you still had to have like a college email address. So I just feel some like loyalty to it. <laughs> I know that was like, that was the beginning of it all. And we had no idea what we were in for whenever. No. That but, um, I'm no, I remember, oh, sorry. That you feel the same way about Twitter though. Um, yeah. It's so weird. And I just, I, I get on there for like my clients and I'm like, I, I'm almost put on like blinders. Cause I'm like, I just have to, like, I feel like it's so negative on Twitter. Like, I feel like yeah. I get sucked down like super negative holes. And so I'm just like, all right, get on, do what you got to do and get out, you know? <laughs> but you have opened my eyes to Pinterest because we, I know we've talked about this before and mm-hmm. really just like, there is just a small amount of time investment that you can make into it to really see the benefit of it. Um, And I think people think it's one of those things you really have to dive completely into to really even make, move the needle. But, Mm -hmm. um, you have found that like, it's, it's easier than you thought. Yeah, it totally is. So I've just like created last week, I didn't do anything on Pinterest. Um, and it kind of like my analytics dropped a little bit, but not too bad. But before that, like three weeks prior, I have just been doing two custom pins like that. Like I said, I made on Canva. Um, so I mean, maybe it takes me like 10 minutes a week and it like my monthly engaged viewers were like 20,000. So it's like, I hit this whole new market just by doing two pins a week. Um, and then like sometimes too, I just jump on and like 
pin other people's stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of mm-hmm. keeps me active, but it is stuff that I'm actually interested in. So it's like, it's really a win-win. I love that. And you have a lot of success with SEO as well. Um, and you've reached the number one spot on Google. Uh, so I want to hear some small tweaks that we can make or things that maybe we're not thinking about um, that we can make in our own businesses regarding SEO. Yeah, totally. Um, so a few easy things off the top of my head. Um, so just like make sure your site runs fast. Like you can do a speed test. Like if you just Google Google speed test, like mm-hmm. their developers have this whole little tool that'll tell you how fast it's going because um, they rank. That's one of their rankings um, factors. So a lot of the things you can fix yourself. If not, they'll give you like a little report, like how this is how you can fix blah, 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 blah. Um, so make sure it's running fast. Nobody wants a slow one. Um, check like, you know, just every once in a while, just go through your website, check your links, make sure they're still relevant, that they're still working and going to things that they should be going to. Um, security is a big one too. Um, so, you know, like at the top where it'd be HTTPS mm-hmm. is secure without the S it's not, they really don't like that. Um, so make sure that you have like a security certificate, like an SSL certificate from your hosting company. Um, again, pretty cheap and pretty easy. Um, you pay like once a year. Um, so that was, would be like the top three kind of like technical, like, um, well, there, there's more technical stuff, like, but I don't know if I want to bore everybody with like meta descriptions <laughs> and stuff, <laughs> but yeah, just, um, on the back at your back end, hopefully whatever platform you use should have some SEO tools. Um, taking time to fill that out as well really helps. Um, and then content, like I know I talk to a lot of business owners and they don't really want to blog or they don't have the time. And I completely get that. Um, but putting up fresh, relevant content, um, often is what Google loves the most because they're trying to get the most relevant you know, newest, whatever they can for their readers, like for what they're searching for. So the more Mm -hmm. you're putting up, you know, you're making more pages and, you know, it's just adding all of these different things in their algorithm. So Mm -hmm. start a blog (laughs) or try to at least, (laughs) or, you know, you can also too, you know, um, kind of source those out. You know, there's a different few different places that will do the writing for you for pretty inexpensive. One I use a lot for clients is writersaccess.com. So that's an option too. Um, so yeah, I would start with those. And I, I like said one, but <laughs> no, no, that's great. And um, I mean, you kind of hit it, uh, hit it on the head when you said you're just really just trying to make Google happy. I mean, that's yes. really what SEO is all about is making Google happy. And then it returns the favor. Exactly. Yeah. They reward their tools. So that's another thing too, like Google my business, like, especially if you're a brick and mortar and you're trying to get in like that local three pack where you pop up on the maps, utilize Google my business. It's free. Same thing. It's pretty simple. You can create posts in there that last a week. Um, that's another one of their tools that they like to see used. So that's another option. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. Okay. So switching things a little bit, Nicole, um, the podcast is called selfish because we want to encourage everyone to practice self-care and we don't like the negative connotation that selfish has and really just trying to make it a positive. So I would love to know what are your favorite ways to be selfish? Yeah. So for the longest time, like I just, you know, like we all do at different periods of our lives. Like I was not doing anything. Um, I was just trying to like, you know, get through running a business. Well, I also lost both of my parents within like a year and a half of each other. And so that was really hard. And so trying to just kind of like get through grief, raising a family, running a business, I just totally did not put any of that like as a priority. 
But recently um, I've got back into like running and just like even some days where I don't feel like running because I just don't <laughs> um, taking my dog like on a long walk. Um, like that is like the best way that I can just reset myself, get some fresh air, get some sunshine. Um, and like, that's just like, it's such a mood booster for me. And it's only, you know, like 30 minutes of just mm-hmm. that time. And I just like, I'm a different person when I come back. It's amazing what like a little sunshine will do for us and our mood. Totally. And just like a little bit of movement, you know, like it's just so it's like a 180 for real. I like come up with some really good ideas. Like I, I try not to take my phone with me, but then I end up having to take my phone because I'll come up with ideas and I'm like, I have to write this down. So, um, I'm the same way. Like I am the same way. I'm like, I just don't want to, like, I just want to concentrate on listening to the birds, but, but that doesn't actually really happen. Like, it's just like my mind kind of goes and I, same thing. So I have to bring it. My, my husband's like, why don't you just bring a little notepad? I'm like, I don't know. Cause I'm not a reporter. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, But isn't that crazy? Because like that just to me says that if we just turned off our minds a little bit more, like we would come up with all these ideas. Totally. Yes. I totally agree. It used to be like the kind of, you know, when you're in the shower, when you're in the car, like that would be when you come up with ideas. And now I feel like, you know, I'm always turning on music. And um, so it's, it's a good reminder. And you're reminding me of this right now, that like the more we can turn off that noise and kind of turn within, it is actually good for our business. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. That's where I have like all my ideas, like whether it's running or walking or just away from the screen really. Um, but having like, like that necessary screen to write it down. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. That's where it all comes from for me too. Is there anything you wish you could be doing more? Hmm. I wish I was better, like doing more of like balancing, I guess. Maybe not balance isn't the right word, but sometimes I find myself still like checking in and doing things when I should just be like, I'm off of work and I should be like completely present. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes I have a hard time turning that off. Um, So that's my thing I'm working on, like doing that more, just being completely present. And actually this whole situation of us having to be home and not go out has actually really helped. Like, um, I was fighting it at first, but (laughs) now I'm really starting to appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I know there, there is, I know we've all heard of those like little beauties that have come from this time and, um, you know, definitely has reminded us of kind of those core values and those core things that you need to know, like cooking. I mean, (laughs) there's, there's so many people I know that are like, I had to learn how to cook. Um, and thank goodness. Um, So there are really a lot of beauties and I really hope that we can all remember those and I'm sure even more will come out as time goes on too. Yeah, I think so. Like, and I think, yeah, it's been really neat to see, like, I've just seen so many people like step up and just be so kind and sharing and supportive, you know, so it's definitely like had its pros. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. What's next for Nicole? Um, well, I am kind of working on creating more of a, like a program for business owners to do marketing themselves, like something I wished that I would have had, you know, when we were running the farm, but, um, that's affordable that, you know, cause a lot of people don't have a budget to hire someone to do it and I totally get it. Um, so I've had this idea for quite a while and, um, this other, you know, this, the part of this as well, that's had me slow down has given me an opportunity to kind of work on this project. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited to, to get that rolling. 
Yay. Well, can't wait to see what that is, but I'm, I'm really glad that we just, we connected and we have so many similarities and I've just loved our conversations. So I am really glad we had a chance to talk and thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, this has been great. I agree. Like I want to keep in touch and it's been so awesome to connect. Like what you just heard? Visit us at selfishthepodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.